to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high schoolers where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. Hello, world! This is the second episode of Thought Jar Podcast. Sally here. I'll be your host for today. I'm very excited today because we have three amazing guests high schoolers, Janet, Jasmine, and Samuel. Hello, guys! Hi, everyone! Jasmine will be in 11th grade soon, and both Janet and Samuel will be in 12th. They are three excellent students and each have taken at least one AP exam this year back in June. Okay, so that leads us to our topic for today, AP exam experiences, how students review the overall test experience, and also tips for you to succeed. Yes, we're focusing more on the test itself and not the course. Before we dive in, some information about AP exams and courses for those of you who don't know. AP courses, otherwise known as advanced placement courses, are college-level classes for high school students. There are AP courses for a lot of subjects. Now, to obtain AP credits, in May, students would take an AP exam for each AP class. AP exams, really, they strengthen your uh, high school transcript, and with a qualifying AP score, you can exchange AP credits for college credit to skip classes in college. For more information, please visit College Board. Alright, so something weird for AP exams in 2021, because of COVID, a lot of people weren't able to go to testing locations. So the College Board offered two types of exams, the regular paper and pencil ones and the new online exams. There were three administrations and also one chance for students to make up the exam should anything go wrong at all. Mm -hmm. Now, all of our guests actually took... Uh, the online exam, either administration two or three, so they used a testing APP and uh, exams were administered the same hour worldwide, which meant that all of our three guests in China here either took it during midnight or three in the morning. Sounds fun, doesn't it? All right. Let us start with uh, a simple question. Which AP courses did the three of you take uh, this past year and what made you choose that course? Jasmine, why don't we start with you? Sure. So I took the exam for AP US History. And as to why I chose that particular course, that's an easy question. So my counselor a year back told me that I must take an AP course last year and asked me whether science or history would be easier for me. And being absolutely terrible in science, <laughs> I chose history. So there I was. What about Janet? And I took the AP chemistry course because I guess it's sort of a natural progression since I took pre-AP chemistry last year. So I might as well take the AP. And then also because the course has been highly recommended by some of my teachers who, whose children had taken it and um, some alumni. Okay, so Samuel? Okay, um, for this year, actually, I had taken three AP exams. I had taken um, AP Macroeconomics, AP Microeconomics, and also AP World History Modern. Um, the microeconomics and macroeconomics course I actually took the school year be uh, the school year before, um, and because obviously because of COVID last year I could not take the AP macro and micro exam, 
um, because the um, paper and pencil exam got cancelled and my registration for the online exam also had some problems. So I was not able to take the AP macro and micro exam last year, so I had to take them this year. Um, what made me choose AP macro and micro exam? It's mainly because of my, of my interest in the study of economics. My father also studied economics. And back then, I was, um, I was, my teacher recommended that I either take AP economics or AP statistics. And actually, because of my father, I naturally chose to take uh, AP economics. So for history, I, I had always liked history since, since middle school. And, you know, I was given the choice to take U.S. history and world history. And I chose world history because it incorporates more areas, um, histories of both China and Middle East instead of just the U.S. So I, I would really like a more comprehensive course on history. Thanks. It's quite amazing that you had to take two tests, like one year late. <laughs> All right. So we do have a wide range of subjects here, no overlaps either. And uh, like AP Chemistry and AP US History are some of the courses that I've heard of that are known for being quite on the uh, difficult side. Okay, so um, like since AP exam, it is a standardized test. So um, a lot of times for standardized tests, you do a lot of the questions that are official and given to you. Um, uh, and also some of you actually took the test after your AP courses were over, like uh, you had about two weeks or so to prepare on your own. So how did you review for your exams? What kind of resources did you use? Like, how did that go? Uh, yes, I can answer first. Um, so my teacher set aside the last, well, maybe about a month for peer review, no new material. And he, we were given the call, of course, like you said, the official questions on college board both the multiple choice and essay part and we were also assigned the review live stream from college board they were official videos and there were teachers who will guide you through each period in history and we were also encouraged to do or find or use whatever resource we could find Khan Academy YouTube there was a YouTuber I really liked um, probably shouldn't say his name here because that would be advertising. But yeah, that's about all I did. Um, which which resource did you find to be like extremely helpful for you, and which did you like not find quite helpful for you? That's a good question. Um, I found the College Board Review live stream and the YouTuber whose name I won't mention very helpful. The essay questions, of course, they were very necessary and very indispensable. Uh, yes, they were also very helpful. In fact, because I used most of the basic things, things everyone were expected to do, I can't really say which were the most helpful because they were, of course, all extremely helpful. Uh, so um, uh, the resources are, I used are also, as Jasmine mentioned, I used a, a YouTuber online for, for, my, for my AP World History. And I also used Khan Academy for my um, for my for my AP Macro and AP Micro course. And for uh, for history, I actually find that the YouTuber that I use 
has been incredibly helpful. I would have done a lot worse on my exam if not for the YouTuber. So what I do is that I pretty much um, watched all of his videos on AP World History and I watched them again and again and just, you know, get the main concept straight because the main concept is what the, the AP History exam focuses on instead of um, the smaller aspects and things like that. So um, for me, the uh, YouTube videos have been incredibly helpful. That's cool. I the resources I used are a little different, I guess. I mainly only used materials provided by our teacher and also just um, review questions from college board. I also used some um, AP videos on college board that comes with the questions. The videos explained a lot of basic concepts and went over sample questions and that was very helpful. Our teacher just gave us review outlines and um, pointers like uh, formulas to memorize or specific points to take note in and I looked over all of that but I, I think the biggest part is just doing a lot of practice questions and then analyzing your answers and trying to figure out why you got something wrong and then uh, understanding that concept again. So I think the most helpful things are the question. So um, I think usually College Board would provide some videos on YouTube to help people and also if you go and have your My AP account, you can go look at their AP Daily videos or just uh, the questions they give out as well. And of course, search around for good YouTubers. Okay, all right. Um, how many hours do you guys actually usually spend to prepare for the AP exam? Like, for example, the week before the exam, kind of like how many hours every day do you use? Um, actually quite a lot. Uh, I would say about at least four or five hours every day, perhaps more. But, you know, in the week be right before the AP exam, I was not being efficient at all because I was trying to, I was trying to sleep later to adjust to the time for the AP exam. So, so the time that I, I am awake, I am pretty much very sleepy. So, um, I wasn't being very productive, but I did spend about uh, about four or five hours, maybe more, every day to look at look at the videos and to review my answers and to do practice exams and things like that. That's quite a lot of time. What about you guys? Four to five, three. I would say I am the exact opposite of Samuel because, well, my exam was comparatively earlier in the administration sessions and it was pretty close to my end of year exams for my regular courses. So I had about one to two, maybe three weeks in between and my efficiency practically peaked. I never remember being so efficient in all of the school year. And because I had nothing else to do, I would spend the entire morning, afternoon, those times that I were at school to finish up my notes and when I get home I would do practice questions so I think that makes eight maybe less hours a week mm -hmm. no a day <laughs> that is, so yeah so it depends on efficiency really and uh, yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yes 
more on yes. how much time I had. That's、overall. true. That's true.、Mm-hmm. So if you have little time, you can still make it work. If you have a lot more time, you can also make it work. Just think about how to make it work. <laughs> yes, that's the point.、Um, for me, the digital exam was a month after the end of the course, so I had around a, a month of extra time to just prepare and do nothing else.、And、I didn't really spend a lot of time in one each day for it. I think.、Um, Sometimes I did maybe three to four hours, and and for a while I I think I kind of got tired of it and only did like two hours a day or something. But um for the for the week leading up to the exam, I I think I did around three hours per day, and I did it after midnight because I want I just did. Question sets for around three hours because I wanted to mimic the testing situation. See if I can solve it. Right. That brings us to、uh, ne- our next question, which is、um, like for exams, standardized exams. This one's like about three hours long. You really need to stay focused. And for the three guests here, they had the unique problem of needing to stay awake at a very bad time. So. I don't think they're that great at being night owls. So,、um, how did you guys like keep yourselves awake, or just make sure you're healthy enough to be able to perform well during the exam? I heard that some of you just slept later, right?、Uh, can you guys like elaborate on that? What worked for you? What didn't? So, months actually before the actual exam, I went online and googled up ways to stay awake at night. I didn't use all of those tips I found, but、um, so the basic one, like Samuel and maybe Janet have mentioned, is I started trying to readjust my biological alarm.、Um, I would sleep at maybe three because that was when the exam and ended, and wake up as late as I need to. Those were maybe three days before the exam. And during those time, I was awake at night. I would take practice exams, pilot exams, and then on the actual day of the exam, I slept or tried to sleep a little after dinner. But those were pretty much it. I also found tips like keep all the lights on, do exercises, eat snacks. But I didn't do much of these things. Yeah. Actually, my exam experience is a little bit tricky. So,、uh, so for me. My first exam is on June the June the third, and that would be and that would be at midnight. And my second exam is June the fourth, and that would be that would be three o'clock in the morning. So I'd have to be I'd have to be you know conscious and awake pretty much throughout the entire night from from pretty much midnight until six o'clock when my you know、uh, when that exam. And so I was extremely worried. The first exam was on Wednesday, and I started and I started sleeping at about nine o'clock、uh, since since the Saturday before that week. And I would get up at about、uh, first about five o'clock and then four o'clock and then and then I would get up at about two o'clock, and I would adjust my way all the way until Wednesday when I would actually take the exam. So as I compress my sleeping time at night, I also started to take a nap 
in the afternoon. Sometimes I would sleep at after lunch at about one o'clock, and I would at the latest sometimes we sleep all the way until five o'clock. So and and right before the exam, I would go down to the kitchen and get a cup of coffee, and that and the um, sheer pressure from the exam pretty much keeps me awake. And I I also had a third exam the week after I took the first two. So for that one, I decided to try something new. I chose not to adjust at all, but to sleep as much as I want to, and take a coffee right before the exam. And surprisingly, that worked pretty well for me too. I wasn't very efficient with my time because you know I was in a not normal sleeping cycle, and I was pretty much awake and conscious and in relatively good condition、uh, when I actually take the exam. So I think for me, it wasn't really necessary for me to adjust days before the exam with the time. Right. Usually, you're a capacity. You can stay awake maybe for one night, but then sometimes if you have two in a row, you better adjust to that. Samuel's experience sounds very impressive. Mine is kind of the same with Jasmine's, and though I did,、um, I drank some cold drinks like cold lemonade or juice. I think that helped, and I did do like some stretching, and I ate some like nuts during the break. Although I, in the end, I feel like staying awake isn't really an issue because you're so nervous, you can't really fall asleep anyway. Thank you. All right, so、uh, you did say you were nervous. I think everybody was kind of nervous, and then it、um, overcame the tiredness and everything. Yeah.、Um, how did you feel like、uh, right before the exam or during the exam? How did you like, cope with some of the negative feelings, or were there any? I have a plot twist in store for you guys. On the actual night of the exam, I was not nervous. In fact, I was so calm. I almost felt nervous about myself.、Oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, I don't even know what it was. Like I said, I took a pilot exam、um, a few days before the actual exam, and I was so nervous that my heart rate was <laughs> up all that way. But on the actual night of the exam, I felt I really felt nothing. And because I heard a little nervousness can like raise your performance, I was worried that my performance is going to drop because I was not nervous. It's this very conflicted feeling. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And then I cannot really do anything about it,、um, but yeah, I went through with the exam. And after the exam, I felt like it was a mess. Maybe it is a mess,、um, but there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Um, it is definitely very important to realize what you can do and cannot do with your given situation. So if you can't do anything about it, don't worry about it. Yeah. Thanks. That's great advice. Um, just like Jasmine, I also wasn't that nervous on the exam as I thought I would be.、Um, partly because I just I just wanted so much to to get the exam done and to you know start my summer. So、mm-hmm. another thing that contributed to that feeling is that the few days right before I took the exam, I realized I calculated the dates of the exam wrong. I calculated a day early. So I so I thought I'd be taking the exam on Tuesday, which I would not be doing during Monday, 
I found out about that mistake, and I was I was a little angry at myself, and I was a little <laughs> angry that I'd be working another day more for the exam. So when I was taking the exam, I was just like, you know, just get it done, just get it done. And, you know, I'm I'm not not that nervous about it, but yeah, I'm I'm just trying to trying to get it done. And um, you know, I took the exam in my room where I usually study for the the exam, so it was not that different from the actual practice. So I feel like that helped a lot um, by not having, you know, people all around me, hundreds, maybe thousands of people flipping papers, um, sharpening pencils and stuff. That really um, helped me to stay calm and to stay uh, not nervous. You run into all sorts of different things before the exam, huh? Oh, I, I was very nervous. There we go. Okay, go on. And for days leading up to the exam, it's kind of funny when I think back on it. My heart rate would be, I had like very fast and um, I would maybe even have difficulty breathing. And for the first few days, I thought it's sleeping late taking a toll on my body. I remember just lying in bed and listening to the birds already starting to chirp outside and just feeling my heart beating very fast and can't even really fall asleep. But, so I didn't sleep very well. And right before the exam, my hands were like trembling and I couldn't. <laughs> anyway. But but once the exam started, I think you, you kind of enter into a state of extreme focus and you can't really mind whether you're nervous or not. And it wasn't until after the exam finished that I realized I was so nervous. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um... Did you guys actually encounter anything that you didn't expect about the exam? Yes. So my first exam is AP Macroeconomics. And because I took the course a year earlier, and it was uh, probably one of the easiest AP course, I was most confident on that one. And I didn't spend a lot of time reviewing. But when I took the exam, the questions turned out to be um, much more difficult than the ones I practiced for. So I was not confident and a little worried because of that. Uh, so the difficulties of the AP macro exam questions that took me a little bit by surprise. Mm, right. Okay, so like Samuel, I was also surprised by the difficulty level of the questions, especially the multiple choice. But what surprised me even more was... Um, Okay, let's um, start from the beginning. So the AP US history exam, and I think like the world history exam is divided into two sections. And the first section is divided into two parts. So I, for some mysterious reason, assumed that there would be a break both between the two parts of the first section and between the first and second section. So I was unpleasantly surprised to find that there was no break between that first two parts. And yeah, that, that was a bit of a shock, but I got over it. Oh, wow. Sometimes you try everything to be able to expect the right things, but you just don't get everything. You just need to know that's all right as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, were more difficult than I expected them to be for AP chemistry, especially the multiple choice. They're much longer and more convoluted than the practice question. I did encounter something during the first section of the multiple choice exam. I accidentally 
exited the exam and then I couldn't go back in because of internet problems so I had to restart my computer and I restarted the testing app just tried to go back in and didn't really load for the first several times and then uh, I ended up having to use my phone's data and hotspot for the rest of the exam and I lost around 15 minutes I and uh, so that was kind of nerve-wracking. I, did, I didn't manage to finish all the questions in the first time. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, if you do choose to take digital exams, Wi-Fi problems, it's like factors you can't control. So if you get digital and paper pencil choices, do think about that. You're taking it at home. If the Wi-Fi drops, you might have to make it up and in Janet's situation where you just lose five or ten minutes, you don't know the impact and if you make it up for that ten minutes, is it worth it? Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Let's end with this question, alright? What would you do differently if you had to take the exams again? What would you have done differently? So I think I can answer that question first. Close to my exam, I was not actually very focused on practicing questions. I was more focused on my notes because I'm a huge note taker as those who know me might support that. But I was getting very sloppy with my notes, especially in the first semester and close to the exam, there simply wasn't enough of it. There were nine periods in US history and the first four, four were like blank. And yeah, because I rely heavily on notes, either for details and information in my review or for sheer confidence, really. So I was not feeling confident and I was using that last two weeks to catch up on my notes. But I know theoretically that is not the best way to do things. In fact, that close to the exam, you should really be focusing on practicing questions and making sure you're getting all the big concepts. So yeah. If I could go back in time, I would like to find myself in November, give myself a good shake and say, Jasmine, you do your notes. Um, and then if I had more time in the last two weeks, I would use some extra resources like Khan Academy and maybe some other APUS history review websites that my teacher recommended. But under the circumstances, I'm proud of myself for being efficient in the end. So, yeah. But to those of you out there, do your notes. Mm. Yeah, that's really helpful advice. Thank you. All right. For me, one, I would do more practice problems because, as I mentioned before, I hadn't really anticipated the difficulty level of the AP Math exam. So I think um, practicing more with the problems that the college work provides would help me to truly grasp the difficulty and to adjust to its proper level. And second, I would probably spend less time adjusting for the time that I'd be taking the exam at because that resulted in a pretty inefficient week for me. And I was frankly pretty tired after that entirely. I, I don't think I will change anything except maybe also the adjusting the sleeping time. I might try to rest well and instead of sleeping late every day. And um, also maybe change your mouse. What's wrong with your mouse? Oh, 
Uh, previously, I mentioned I accidentally exited the exam. It's because my mouse has a return to previous page button on the side. I accidentally pressed it while answering questions. And uh, I thought it was ridiculous because the testing app already blocks every other program. So how come that button still works? But anyway, so I, I will not be using that mouse for the exam again. Oh, wow. I didn't know that mouses could do anything to the experience. Uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, so a couple of things. Uh, it's just, you know, do your notes and study well during the course. Do more practice problems before the exam. Don't spend that much time adjusting your body. Hey, you can take it. You're nervous already. And yeah, if you're doing digital exams, have good devices, okay? Don't use the ones that have weird buttons. Alrighty, now that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for chatting. For listeners out there, hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks for tuning in to Thought Jar. See ya! Mm-hmm.